kid. We're riding. I got you. guys, welcome to the 11th episode of The Sweet Peaceful. I am your host, Kelvin Burns. Today I am joined by your best friend, Alex Curtis. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And your other best friend, Devin Luna. Hello. Today we are going to be talking about some games, some anime, some shows, some movies, some music, and of course the Instagram popularity poll at the end. Also we got some horror stories sent in through the feedback that I'm excited to get into. But first, you guys may have heard of this because I saw it kind of riding around on social media, but an amusement park in Japan banned screaming on the rides, including the roller coasters. And in the press conference, they said, please scream inside your hearts. And to prove this was possible, they released a video of two men wearing suits with no expressions riding the roller coaster. What? Why? Why is this? I didn't. I did not hear about this. But why would you take the to fun prevent, out of a roller coaster, dude? To prevent the the spread of COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, you, when you scream, you're spewing so much. <laughs> this just is ridiculous. <laughs> Please scream this inside just your is heart. Ridiculous, man. <laughs> you can't scream inside a mask, or like, like if the concern is that high. That COVID is going to be spread while they're on a roller coaster with other people. Maybe let's just not have the roller coasters be functioning, <laughs> or like <laughs> let's just not shut have the that park happening. Down. Yeah, why isn't the park shut down? Watching two men in suits just stone face riding a roller coaster is pretty good. <laughs> I'll give them that, but the rest of it, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was pretty entertaining. I was, like, imagining, like, getting on a roller coaster, like, okay, I can't and scream. I, <laughs> I was just going to say this sounds like a new challenge plan or something. Stone face roller coaster what, challenge. The, you know how the roller coasters a lot of times take pictures of everybody, like, at the peak of the fucking coaster? <laughs> just Everybody just looks like they're fucking screaming inside their heart. Pissed off. <laughs> just no expression. Stone cold face, dude. I'm imagining like Splash Mountain when you've got like six people all like kind of like huddled together closely in the same picture, and just all six people just stone face, just just no expression. See, Splash Mountain is being changed into uh, the Princess and the Frog. They can't do that. Yeah, I they mean they can that. do that. What about Space Mountain? That already got changed into Star Wars, I think. Oh, it did? Damn. No, really? When I went there, it was entirely Star Wars. So unless they changed it back when they what? opened up the Star Wars section of the park, that whole ride was completely redesigned to be Star Wars. That's wild. Star Wars took over, dude. Everyone's getting their dicks hard over the lightsabers. You spend like $200 on a lightsaber. Yeah, and you can like build your own droid and stuff yeah. now in Disneyland. But yeah, uh, speaking of being able to, it was hard for me to hide my excitement when I was watching the Halo Infinite trailer. Which is being developed by 343 Industries and Skybox Labs. It's launching along the new Xbox this year. Originally, I was like, oh, Halo, whatever. Like, Halo 4 and 5 left bad taste in my mouth. But then, watching mm-hmm. this gameplay video that they released, they released eight minutes of gameplay. Right when I watched him step out into that open world and, like, the music kicked in and stuff, I just imagined. Well, I, first, I immediately Googled if it had co op campaign, because that's just, like, my Halo experience 
Gotta be Call of Duty. And it said it confirmed they did, and I was like, okay, sweet. I can completely imagine playing this game open world co-op with one of you guys and like really enjoying that campaign experience. It's like that's that's kind of like for the first time in a long time, I got excited for a Halo game, which was kind of cool. Yeah, no, I was surprised by the trailer. I was like, what are they gonna do to? to like evolve this franchise because you see like doom go from it's like 8-bit shit to what it's doing now where you're jumping around and like being mobile and killing enemies and then totally. fucking master chief busts out a grappling hook grapples towards yeah. the guy, busts him i was like <laughs> that's what i'm talking about when that he grapples like the fucking little uh barrel thing towards him and throws it yeah that was sick i was like okay that they, gameplay uh shit. trailer felt really scripted like we always we talked about like another week how when you watch someone do a gameplay video that isn't good at the game, it can be frustrating. But this one, it was like, okay, he's almost too good Opposite at the game. end of the spectrum. He never dude. reloads. He just picks a new gun up that just happens to be right there when he needs it. <laughs> like, and then that shield, he, he like picks up a little hologram shield and throws it right when the guy throws a grenade to block it. And I was like, yeah, okay, that was pretty badass, but <laughs> yeah. fucking, you guys planned this. <laughs> <laughs> you guys planned this. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Um, I definitely am excited about the the grappling hook because I mean I just love mobility in any game, obviously. Some Pathfinder it shit. It, f- it makes it fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It makes it, I think it feel like it makes it fun. Just anytime you're playing any game, you're cruising around and you're like, I just want to go a little bit faster or have like a little bit more creativity in how I'm getting around. Grappling hook or any similar functioning ability is is just a great addition. And then to throw that into Halo, it's just sick. I mean. I fucking have always enjoyed Halo, especially the multiplayer stuff, um, but also the campaigns. But this looks awesome, man, and the graphics look amazing. It's pretty, uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, definitely gonna be definitely gonna be fun to play uh, with homie, like you said. Oh, yeah. Just get together, fucking throw it on some hard difficulty, and try to fucking blast your way through it. Looks pretty cool. Another game coming out this year about people landing on other planets is The Gunk being developed by Thunderful, <laughs> which developed the game SteamWorld. Uh, this game looked pretty interesting. <laughs> Apparently it's about two dudes, or two uh, space travelers. Um, I think it's a guy and a girl, actually. That like They're like searching for treasure, and then they find this valuable goop that they're going to collect up, and then they realize that they need yeah. to save the planet. Wow. And good God. All i got to say about this is it, it doesn't look like a next-gen game to me at all. The character model... They just, it made me uncomfortable, dude. Really? <laughs> the weird, like, dwarf body. Giant hand. <laughs> Ginormous fucking dude, hand. Dude, I was just like, watching she's, it just she's, she's like around, part robot dude. and shit. Whatever she was, it was not good. These cartoony styles of, ga- or style of games, like, you can either do really good with them or really, like, eh. And, like, Ratchet and Clank would be one of those ones where it looks like a Pixar movie, so the animation yeah. and everything, the atmosphere is cool. This one just looked like like a b-list animation turned into a game i could see it i think i think it looks kind of cool i think it looks like it could be fun it could be fun if there's like uh yeah if there's any like co-op or like any any sort of multiplayer type thing that'd be really cool but i was thinking if you're showcasing like next gen exclusives you'd have to be like dude 
there's well, a reason well, we're well, showcasing well, this. It's well, next well, gen. Well, well. Xbox made a promise that for the first two years of next gen, all their games are also coming out on current gen. They are not. Oh, okay, they yeah, say true. they don't believe in generational like uh, kind of like block blockades. I guess they want everything oh. to be available for both. So that is why their their game showcase is a little bit different than PlayStation, where PlayStation has a stance where they hard believe in generational leaps. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I see. I see that now. That's why PlayStation's better. I think that's a hella. It's a, a consumer-friendly move. For yeah, sure. Very, yeah. very consumer-friendly, and honestly, in general, I think a lot of people probably appreciate that. I mean, I'm sure everybody. Yeah, especially if you're like a broke that. little child. <laughs> you're a tiny broke child. Especially if you're a tiny poor child who just no money to your Xbox One. <laughs> no money to your name, but you still have the Xbox One. <laughs> Tiny broken child with nothing but an Xbox One. <laughs> just imagining like this broke child can't afford to go home, and fucking PlayStation's like this cool kid, and he's like, oh, "You don't have a car." Gets in his car and drives off, and then Xbox, Xbox comes pulling up in its beater, and it's like, "Get in, kid. We're riding. I got you." <laughs> to the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you to the future, the slow road. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should have uh, said this before I started in the games. Xbox had its showcase this week that showcased all its games that are upcoming this year and like into the future. So that's the majority of the games we're going to be talking about. Um, yeah, every game we've talked about so far, and uh, yeah. Yeah, they're all Xbox games. All Xbox games also come out on PC, though. So even if you're not planning on getting an Xbox series x or if you don't have an xbox one but you have a pc then these games are still on your radar yeah there's still a lot of titles i saw on this list that i'm like i'll i'll download that for my pc for sure yeah yeah one of those games that i was like i'll download this on my pc for sure was fable um but then i read a leak that it is potentially going to be an mmo and not fable 4 and that immediately Mm. i was like oh okay i don't know about that thing i hate this shit um but Fables, the new Fables being developed by Playground Games, which is the company responsible for Forza Horizon. So I think mm. that's kind of a very interesting from a, kind of your like Outback racing games to Fable um, because that studio that originally made Fable disbanded. So that's where they're bringing in these guys. But yeah. Damn. I never played I really hope it's game. not an MMO. Dude, Fable games, really? they're so fun. They got like British humor and like at least yeah. in like the second one heavily, it had like you made darker light choices that affected your character's appearance, like veins and horns would start growing out of your body if you made like evil decisions or like you'd get a halo. There's one where you could do like a yeah a magical blast and like white wings come from your or come out of your back and shit. Mm. That sounds pretty it's cool. Fucking, They're really uh, fun games. It's just an RPG that's it's sick as fuck. It's sick. Yeah, I, I have a lot of nostalgia with those games. It's like a really nice. cartoony um, Skyrim or Oblivion. Nice. Heavy choice-based games, too. Like, I remember, like, your town's about to get invaded, and uh, you have to, like, focus on defenses or, like, your town people. Or, like, I don't know, there's big implications, like a big battle at the end of the game. And, like, how well you were as a king, like, affects that shit. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, It was kind of like, it was kind of like one of the big heavy hitters in the beginning of the whole choice-based gameplay. That's cool. That's cool. I hope it's not an MMO. Another developer... (laughs) that does a lot of extremely good choice-based gameplay games would be Obsidian Entertainment, who's responsible for The Outer Worlds, Fallout New Vegas, Knights of the Old Republic 2. They have two new games coming out 
they and this studio was purchased by Microsoft last year. But before they were purchased by Microsoft, they released the Outer Worlds for all consoles, um, which I thought was a great game. But now that they're purchased by Microsoft mm-hmm. and they have the f- funding, they're making a game called Grounded and a game called Avowed. So they released trailers for both these games. Um, I first wanted to start with Grounded. I thought this was pretty interesting. It's a game about getting... Sh- it's a survival game about uh, you get shrunk into a backyard and you have to like build your own fort and survive and you have to like use different bugs um, for different resources. Uh, spiders are the apex predator in this game and the game's going to come with an option for users with arachnophobia to like choose how scary they want the spiders to be, which I thought was interesting. I wonder, I wonder what that is affecting, like... If it's just like they're getting bigger fangs or like like what one's a cartoony little spider. Yeah, like what <laughs> what is the scary meter? It's a balloon you? animal spider coming at you or something. At shit? one point in that trailer, uh guy's like, or leave your friend to fight the spider and run off solo. I'm like, Oh, it's Devin. Yeah. It's, I, <laughs> That's what I would do. Immediately yeah, I was like, I bet Devin I was the one that engaged the spider, asked for help, and then you come over and he ran away, dude. Like I wouldn't engage the spider, dude. I have heavy arachnophobia. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Even when I played Skyrim, dude, those spiders come up to me, I'd jump every fucking time. <laughs> I'd jump. Oh, man. Um, this game Grounded looks fucking... looks awesome, man. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell from the trailer, because it like, seemed like it was kind of cinematic-ish. Yeah. But it seems like it was um, like a multiplayer, like co-op type game. Oh, for sure. Um, I think it's up to four players, mm-hmm. maybe more. Yeah. That's that's what I was thinking, and that fucking if that's what it is, that is super hype. That sounds sick as fuck. Um, not so much a game that I would get into by myself, but fucking get oh, together yeah. with some friends, man. Like that's that shit sounds super fun. Just massive bugs. You're like tiny honey. I shrunk the kids. Shit. Yeah. It's just like man. That's, yeah, that sounds fun. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, I liked the humor in that trailer. It was good. There was a yeah, there was an open open demo for this game like a month ago on steam and i was planning on playing it because it was only available for three days but then i ended up missing it but mm. it was like the first 30 minutes of the game or something like that oh man obsidian entertainment's other game they have coming out which is more similar to the games they've had in the past is their next big rpg called avowed so not much is known about this game it just looks like it's going to be in a fantasy setting similar to fable or uh, an elder scrolls game um, so yeah, it's their next major RPG. Expect that to be an Xbox PC exclusive. I liked him doing the runes with his hand. That was pretty sick. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Draw a little symbol and then just... Psh. Yeah, dude, it's always fast when someone like draws runes in the air with their hand and then it like, activates magic. Oh, dude. I think it's cooler Man. than like using a wand. Some Doctor Strange shit, too, where it's just like a little dial in his hand. Yeah. A little disc. Bro, you should watch uh, Dragon Prince then. That's what they all the magic they do. <laughs> I don't know. It's all the dude, magic they CG do. anime. Yeah, I would probably puke sale. after like 30 seconds of I wouldn't puke. I'd just have a massive headache. It's all the magic they do. just have a <laughs> That show what is, is so CG fire, anime dude. tainting my eyes? Dude, you know, what so other, you know what other show is fire though? Samurai Jack. And it's getting a game, Battle Through Time. This is being developed by Solisle. <laughs> uh, it's coming out August twenty first, twenty twenty, and it's going to serve as an alternate scenario for the final episode of the final season, which appeared on Adult Swim a year or two ago, which is also excellent. It was a really good ending to the series. I haven't seen it. Oh, dude, it's so good. They bring it back, and then end it in an adult like rated fucking show. It's super good. Hell yeah! I highly recommend it. That sounds dope. Because I, I watched Samurai Jack so much as a kid. I love that show. Yeah, it's only one season. It's really good. <laughs> Yo, I'm not gonna lie. 
I don't know how I feel about the graphics on this. Uh, no, yeah, I was gonna say, game. what is this for fucking PS2? Yeah, it it's a hack literally and slash. reminds me of a Crash Bandicoot game. <laughs> like it looks like a Crash Bandicoot game, <laughs> but more cartoony. You know those games that like every time like a cool movie comes out, like a Marvel movie, uh, they'd come out with a game. Yeah, that's like based on the movie. That's why it's like properties. Yeah, it's just licensed property game where they just poop it out because they're like, hey, there's fans of this. They'll buy it. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks cheesy as fuck. It, it does, <laughs> Straight honestly. up. <laughs> it, could, like, it could be fun. You know, maybe we're dead wrong, but it, from the looks. I think I'm going to pick yeah. it up. If I want to be playing a samurai, dude, I'll play some fucking Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. How, uh, how are you guys <laughs> feeling about Ghost of Tsushima? I'm loving it so far, actually. Devin, where you at? It was kind of like a hard, I'm not that far into it. Um, I'm like only a couple hours in, but it, like the very beginning, it was kind of hard to get into for me just coming out of like playing other games. I was like, Oh, I got to buckle in for another single player experience, open world. Yeah. And then, uh, once I started getting into it and like unlocking more things and customizing my guy, I was yeah. like, okay, I fuck with this a little bit more. Yeah. This is, this is a little fun. Man, that was, uh, that was actually, um, that whole like unlocking things, man. I was, I was feeling that a bunch as I was starting to play it. Um, and I, and it's funny cause it was something that I both liked and disliked was that it was like, Oh, it takes a while for you to kind of get to unlock all of the abilities that you're able to use and unlock all of the equipment yeah. that you're able to use. Um, it's like, I didn't like it cause I was like, man, I want to just be able to use everything already. But also at the same time, it made me, it kind of enticed me more as I unlocked something, you know, like I unlocked one thing and another thing. And then I was like, Oh man, like unlock, I do side shit. Good. I want to unlock more things. Yeah. So I do side shit more often because I'd be like, every time I do side shit, I get more uh, techniques yeah. points or whatever yeah. so I can customize my guy more. And then, like, even if you learn a new stance, you don't, like, master it. You have to fucking get technique points and then unlock more sections of yeah. that, like, stance yeah. that you're – yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of customization to your character in this game, and you can do stealth or just way of the samurai. Have you been, have you been going the way of the samurai? No, I'm stealth. Dude, I'm same. like half and half, but I'm mostly stealth. Same. So, in my experience, since I'm playing a full black and white classic samurai movie style, and I'm going yeah, full would. samurai, no stealth killing. Uh, so this this whole experience of playing in black and white. On one hand, I'm getting like a really cinematic samurai movie experience that I really appreciate. <laughs> and a lot of and a lot of times, like playing a game in black and white, I haven't done it very. I, I, I've only done it with L.A. Noir on my second playthrough, and so like, it oh that'd be a good one doesn't feel like um, anything I've experienced before, and on the other hand, it's given me a massive respect for people that are colorblind, because mm -hmm. like today I had a mission where they were like all oh, the blue flowers fall the blue flowers and I was like I have no fucking idea what the blue flowers are there's flowers <laughs> everywhere and they're like just follow the path of the blue flowers and I'm like none of these flowers are colored. And then, like, he just keeps <laughs> saying, look at that mountain over there with the blue flowers. And then I'm wildly spinning the camera around going, what mountain? What mountain is he talking about? <laughs> Everything's black and white. And then, like, I have only shot a red barrel once when someone pointed it out to me and was like, shoot that red barrel. Because any other, at any other point in the game, I have no fucking clue what a red barrel even looks like. So I, I don't really use my bow at all. Like, I just every encounter, I approach him. I, I fucking do a standoff. And I fucking just slice and dice my way through every single encounter. But, like, I just had a fucking mission today 
like an hour or two ago where I had to escort a bunch of like peasants through like heavily guarded territory. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's stealth. And I'm like, fuck no. So I just ran out and like fucking had to slay everyone. And every time like it's like, oh, one of the prisoners is about to get attacked. And then like they have the skull above their head. I just have to fucking dodge away from whoever I'm fighting and go f- save them. <laughs> and like I was telling you, Alex, I had a mission where I had to get on two boats to save some daughter. And you're it's, like heavily implied that you're supposed to stealth your way through this. And I fucking, I was like, nope, not going to stealth. I don't assassinate. And then I just had a cutscene where someone's like, we've had reports that your nephew is stabbing people in the back. And I'm like, that's a fucking lie. You're fucking lying to my uncle because that's fucking false. That's false as fuck. I've never stabbed anyone in the back. I've never stabbed anyone in the back. I'll fucking run up to them. I'll wait until they turn around, wait until they get alarmed, get their sword out. And then I'll be like, all right, killing you like a man, bitch. Like I'm not fucking stabbing anyone in the back. You have to look them in the the eyes when you take their life. I'm kind of disappointed that the game is not acknowledging my fucking hardships here. Yeah, that's, but, that's yeah, that is a little whack. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool if they were like, my uncle's not going to be disappointed in me because I have gone hard for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on. So, <laughs> Crunchyroll has been coming with the heat this year, okay? Like, every anime that I've been hyped on this year that's currently airing has been a Crunchyroll original, starting with Tower of God and then God of High School, which I wanted to ask you your thoughts on in a second here, Alex. I know me and you are both watching it, oh, but yeah. they just released a trailer for Onyx Equinox, which I thought you guys would be interested in. It's a Crunchyroll original. It's coming out this summer. Yeah, I thought it, the animation style, for me at least, I thought it looked a lot like Avatar: The Last Airbender. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, it did. But it's like uh, back in like Mayan times, and it's like the Spanish Inquisition is like invading. Yeah, it looks and, like some Aztec anime. Yeah, exactly. And I thought that was pretty cool. I don't think I've seen anything like that before. So I was wondering what you guys' thoughts were. Uh, you guys know what this full on reminded me of immediately you guys seen the animated movie the road to el dorado yes yeah oh yeah this immediately made me think of the road to el dorado you got like the the person who falls into the big glowing pit comes out turns into a big cat and then one of their powers later in the trailer they're like throwing the little ball around from the the ball game with the hoop Dude, I thought you were going to say Apocalypto, because that was the only thing that I could... Ooh, <laughs> that's a good-ass movie. Nah. <laughs> that's a fucking gory-ass nah, movie. This fucking straight reminded me of Road to Dorado, hella. Just, like, seems like it, it was, like, in that world or something. With all the fucking falling into the blue shit and turning into a cat. It's just like, what is that? Like, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it. I'm down to watch it with you gonna guys. Because, like, Hell Crunchyroll yeah. Original, I'm just sign me up. It looks so good. Uh, yeah, yeah I still have yet to watch God of High School, but I want to watch it. Because the other, I don't know, Crunchyroll Original. Wait, you haven't watched God of High School, Devin? No. Nope. Are you serious? Bro. Dude, that's that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this, Alex. Bro. So, me and you just watched episode three. I am honestly enjoying this anime somehow more than Tower of God. Like... The fucking fights and, like, the amount of times I'm, like, jumping in my seat, getting super hyped. Like, I've come out of every episode super excited for the next episode. God, dude. It's so good, man. I'm watching, like, a little clip from it right now. It's insane. It's so insane. The fights are so good, man. The fucking... The first, like, major fight you see the main character in, he just... The full... Just kick to the back of the head and he just... Get up. That was a weak one. 
<laughs> it's like, oh my lord. Someone gets impaled 12 times simultaneously with a metal bat, and yeah. then he proceeds to punch the bat into fucking pieces. Yeah. <laughs> he just shatters the bat with his fist into a million pieces. It's so good. It's and it's nuts. so over the top, but like not in a like overwhelming way. Yeah, not in a bad way at all. It's dude, it's fucking hilarious, honestly. Devin can't recommend it enough to you and to any of the listeners. I'll watch it. I'll watch like it tonight. anime, or even if you don't like anime and you think you want to get into it, check this fucking anime. Out. <laughs> this shit's nuts, man. Yeah, like this, like a lot of stuff in this anime are like reasons why I like anime so much. Because like the fights are just so over the top, and like it's ridiculous in the best way to where you're like laughing but also getting super excited. Yeah, and like. Yeah, I'm just I'm hyped. I hope that it continues on to keep keep up this momentum that it has. They're just like yeah, yeah, balls yeah. to the wall, fucking right, dude. I feel like episodes. I feel like it has to like plateau at some point, but also on like maybe maybe they can just keep this up, you know? Like maybe they can fucking just keep them hard hitting every damn episode. It's just a banger. I, like, <laughs> like I saw a Crunchyroll release a video with the director that was like. Um, they studied how to write good um, anime fight scenes, and I'm like, okay, but, like, is that just... Did you just go so hard that you're just, like, fucking <laughs> doing all your tricks right at the get-go, or do you just have yeah. more and more shit yeah. in those fucking pockets? Like, I feel like there's gotta be more shit in the pockets, bro. And, like, I saw comments. Like, I know we talked about comments where, like, Rachel is a bitch or whatever for Tower of God. I yeah. saw comments that was, like... You have not even seen a sliver of what the main character can do um, so far. He's like in these first three episodes, like this is nothing compared to what he becomes, uh, and like all th- all the main characters I've seen get comments like that. So like we're gonna see like I'm expecting some like gone level like eventually he's gonna be fucking god level. It's, I'm just stoked. I really like that anime so far. Hell yeah! God damn yeah, man. I'm just. I can't wait to see where this goes. This, it's so good. So good. Oh, dude. Um, there's this new Netflix superhero movie coming out uh, titled We Can Be Heroes. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be directed and written by Robert Rodriguez. And he revealed that uh, it's going to feature the return of Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Oh, God. And they're going to show up what? They're gonna show up as superhero parents who now have a daughter who has shark and lava powers in the movie. <laughs> Shaklava girl. Dude, <laughs> I never <laughs> thought we'd see the return of these characters. Shaklava. <laughs> Shaklava. <laughs> or just Lark. Damn, dude. <clears throat> just a fucking Lark? Just Lark. I don't even know what to say. I already made comments, dude. I watched that movie recently, and it's, it's a heavy hitter, so I, I expect it to... It's a heavy uh, hitter. I just expect it to <laughs> do the same. Yo, <laughs> this we, uh, movie doesn't die- fucking slap. Uh, did we dive into Medium? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Xbox exclusive. Yeah, the other Xbox exclusive. Ooh, yeah. Okay, that one was actually my favorite fucking game out of all the yeah. playlists, so yeah, how? Yeah, man, this one. Yeah, what did you guys think about that trailer? It looks a little scary, real good. It looks real good. Looks like a suspenseful kind of... looks real scary. Man, kind of jumpy. Kind of just like, holy shit, like suspenseful. Kind of gets you on the edge the, of The, like, seat. beginning... It kind of gave me, like, Alan Wake vibes in the beginning, like, just, yeah. like, a little narrator. That was a, then, immediately, I was like, is this Xbox's next Alan Wake? Yeah, that's what I thought, and then I kind of got disappointed, but then I, as the trailer went on, I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, you can switch views and worlds in the game. Yeah. Yeah, like, so that's being developed it. by Bloober Team, and, yeah, it's going to have that uh, constant dual reality gameplay. 
I figured it's gonna have puzzles like where you like maybe an area is blocked and you have to switch into the scary yeah. world to get through well, it. Have you ever played right. uh, Titanfall Two? Like, there's a certain point in Titanfall Two, the campaign, where you like get an interdimensional device or some shit. Yes. And you're like going through a level and then you keep jumping between mm. like the past mm-hmm. and present while you're going through this level. Yeah. And it's uh, that part was like one of my favorite levels in that game. Yeah. So if they're doing a whole game based off that idea, sign me up. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, the this game definitely. Um, I don't know how I missed it earlier, but this game was my most excited for out of all the Xbox showcase because I just really like those single-player horror titles, mm-hmm. and it looked, like, great. And, like, when you see that creepy, fucking tall, lanky guy walk by, I was like, oh, ah. man, I can't wait to be completely fucking heebie-jeebied out by that, <laughs> dude. Can't um, wait to be completely heebie-jeebied. Dude, whenever <laughs> I'm playing a game and I get completely heebie-jeebied, dude, that's when I'm, like... I'm fully don't invested. You, start, yeah, you ever just playing a game and just get jeeps. completely heebie-jeebie? <laughs> Bro, like that. There's like, there's like, when you're watching a movie or a show, you can't get completely heebie-jeebie because at any time you can look away, you could like and like just listen to the movie play. You could do anything, yeah. you, like whatever. Uh, like a game, you have to be engaged. You have to look it up. Uh, I mean, not look it up, but you have to like, you have to play it through. And even if you know what's yeah. gonna happen, you still have to do it yourself. So, yeah. Like that's like. It's just like a whole other thing of like level of engagement where you just get completely heebie-jeebied. Oh, man. This it's like when you're watching a movie and you're like, don't go in that hallway, don't go, and then you're playing the game and you're like, I have to go. <laughs> yeah, I have to go. It's the only way to go. Yeah. I have to go in the hallway. It's fucking my checkpoint is in the hallway. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Can't not go in. I know I shouldn't, but I got it. So, like, I felt like that exact way when I was playing Resident Evil 7, when yeah. I saw the mom turn into a giant spider and run down a tunnel, like, down underground <laughs> to this dark pit. And that's why I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I literally do have to jump down into this pit. And that's why I like the game so much, because the protagonist is like, what the fuck, dude? Fuck <laughs> this. And he and like he, he was mirroring my exact thoughts, because it's, like, that level of, like, oh, fuck. Completely <laughs> heebie-jeebie. <laughs> Too much jeebs for my heebs. Get the heebs in your jeebs, you know? <laughs> yeah, thank you for reminding me to cover that one. I don't know how I missed that in yeah. my uh, oh, for sure. my list. Um, but, but yeah, back to the movies. We got Tijuana Jackson, Purpose Over Prison, which is a movie about an ex-convict turned motivational speaker. Currently available online to stream. What did you guys think of that trailer? Um, <laughs> it was a little, a little wild. <laughs> yeah, it looks... Um, yeah, this movie looks a little weird. Like, it reminded me of, like, 2000s movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Where writing was more simplistic back then or something. Just for, like, the comedy movies. Yeah. I, 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 feel, I feel what you're saying, Devin. I feel what you're saying, honestly. Like, Average guy gets now, blah, blah. Especially now that I'm looking back, like, at the trailer and stuff and, like, I'm just like, man, eh, yeah. It kind of just looks awkward. <laughs> like, it looks like there's just a lot of, like, this kind of awkward moments in the movie. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Dude. You'll watch it? Yeah, dude, I'll you totally always say, it. I'll watch it. Like, you're not going to watch, watch it. Yeah, Devin, you don't watch shit. None of us it, are dude. watching this film. You don't watch shit, Devin. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? Tijuana Jackson is fucking critically acclaimed. It's the hype of the year. <laughs> I'm going to watch this. I I mean, if we're all not going to a viewing together, I don't want to live it. You anymore. can't. It's only available on their virtual theater. <gasps> on their virtual website. theater only. You can have a Discord viewing together. 
Kevin's purchasing his ticket right now. <laughs> you guys want to sit next to each well, other in the virtual you know, theater? If you want to learn about Tijuana Jackson, Purpose Over Prison, go watch the trailer. I think it looks a little awkward. It looks like <laughs> one of those movies you could just like get high, put on, and just be like, alright. Okay, well, just, all right, like, speaking drunk of things that night. look awkward, and you can also get high and just put on. Well, how about this Oliver Tree? <laughs> Dude, you killed. That was my. That was gonna be my exact segue, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was losing my. I was holding on to the awkward comment, bro. Um, yeah, dude. Oliver Tree just released an album um, last, well, earlier in the week. It's honestly one of the first albums in a long time where, uh, personally, I think every single song on the album is a fucking banger. Like I've been listening to this album heavily through oh, the nice. whole week. Like no matter what other music I'm listening to, I'll queue up some of the songs from this album into the list just because they like genre-wise they go all over the place. I know when you were hanging out with me earlier in the week, I played some of his songs. Um, I fucking love this new album but yeah he released a video for the i'm gone which i think is because he's um said he's quitting music uh and he's done after this album which is funny because it's his first album but some people are expecting that it's actually him dropping the character that he's playing now and he's gonna okay playing a new character and he's gonna drop the like kind of cool but also sad when artists do that yeah yeah because you like that part of them but then they they need to evolve Bro, but I, I was looking at, I saw ads on Instagram of like this album and shit, and he's just like riding a 50 foot scooter on those like giant leg stilts. Dude, we watched, oh, we watched that together. Watching Alex watch that video was almost as entertaining as the video. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just falls over. <laughs> Alex just kept looking at me and going, What are we watching? Because <laughs> it's like 15 minutes long. Yeah, it's so long. And this, <laughs> and the two guys that are also with him just also have like ridiculous outfit the same ridiculous outfits on. It's like dude what like what is happening right now? Why are these guys so ridiculous? And then he just fucks himself up when he falls off of the fucking <laughs> massive scooter. Yeah. Uh, that guy's fucking he reminds me of Andy Milanakis uh, yeah oh, okay yeah I could see that no but it'd be sick if he did like a little character change cause I mean that's what like Joji did Joji went from like hella non-serious music as pink guy and then all of a sudden he's dropping these like super serious sad boy bangers mm-hmm. and uh yeah dude if Oliver Tree did that well cool. I kinda have like a theory that like um one of the songs 1993 which is one of my favorite songs on the record it's like featuring Little Ricky ZR3 and I, Oliver Tree's only following one guy on Instagram, and it's this little Ricky ZR3, and they only have one image of themselves. And I'm kind of expecting that that's going to be his next character, maybe. It's like, <laughs> I'm just like, the little detective work, maybe. Like, maybe that's who he's going into. But yeah, he said he's like, I don't want to be in my 40s with a bull cut and a windbreaker on doing Oliver Tree songs anymore, or whatever. It's like, so like that makes sense. And I guess he had a, some bad experiences with this label. But yeah, if he transitions into a new character, I'm sure and confident that he'll keep making good music but i'm not confident in is devin winning this instagram popularity poll yeah Yeah. for good reason too i'm like fucking oh and ten you are uh oh and seven so for those who don't know instagram popularity poll every week i put up a poll on my instagram i think i missed this week but i'll post one tomorrow or something um where i put two things against each other and everybody that looks at the story can vote on them um this week it was Naruto versus Dragon Ball. So Alex and Devin are going to guess which one won and by what percentage. Um, which one won? What did the crowd pick? So yeah, Naruto Damn. versus Dragon Ball. Damn. Damn. 
Well, I'm gonna go off. Uh, fucking, I like Naruto better, bro. So I think I I don't know. I know too many people that are all about Naruto. Mm-hmm. That's like the only anime they've watched. So they're just really about that that you. Naruto. I'm glad you're going. I first guess it could be it could be the same thing for Dragon Ball though. Too fuck. I'm implementing a new rule where Alex is not allowed to speak until you have done your piece and voted. Okay, okay, okay. Ah, fuck. Well, I guess both both are very like beginner friendly animes. So a lot of people are into them. Uh, and then, fuck, I don't know, man. Naruto. Okay, Naruto. I'm doing Naruto 72-28. Well, alrighty. Um, Alex just has too much swaying power to speak before someone else votes. That's a pretty good call, Kelton. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, so definitely not a good call. Yeah, he sways me every time. But, uh, you know, do what you will. I, uh, think, hmm. Man, you know, it's funny. I haven't watched fucking either of those animes, like, all the way through. I've watched, like, bits and pieces of both of those animes. I haven't ever watched all of them all the way through. But, uh, man. Dude, I really... really tough call. I fucking typed in Devin's percentages, and I wrote his name D-A-V-E-I-N. <laughs> the Devane, dude. Devane. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Um, hmm. I feel like I got swayed even though I didn't get swayed, dude. I heard Alex talking in my head. <laughs> what the Dude, it fuck? really happens every time. Every single time, <sighs> Alex sways people and makes them doubt themselves and go his direction. God Y'all damn. are full of shit. That's not what happens. I think that... Uh, I think Dragon Ball Z won at uh, 58%. Yeah. Okay, so, to recap, Devin, 72% Naruto, 28% Dragon Ball. Alex, 58% Dragon Ball, 42% Naruto? Mm-hmm. Are you boys ready? <sighs> yeah, definitely. Shit. Sure. Devin's going to take the win here. Oh, nice. <laughs> Naruto came in it? 64%, Dragon Ooh. Ball 36%. This was an interesting one to watch. Dragon Ball was winning for, like, maybe the first two hours. For those who don't know, these popularity polls are available for 24 hours at a time and then after like maybe two hours naruto just started fucking pounding it and it just just didn't ever stopped um (laughs) it just never stopped yeah it's really hard for me to pick between these two just because i think dragon ball has a lot of nostalgia but naruto um the writing's just a little bit more intense yeah and intricate Mm -hmm. also fucking i feel like dragon ball is i mean i think it has more episodes than naruto does currently so it's it's kind of like at the point of it's beating a dead horse and naruto's still beating a slightly alive horse. i think naruto has more episodes it does i think so because dragon ball you also have to consider that there's dragon ball dragon ball z dragon ball kai dragon ball super um and a lot of times there's like eight years or like five years between these series um, uh, okay Whereas Naruto never really stopped. Like, it stopped, but then it continued on with Shippuden and Baruto. Or Baruto. I guess you could... I'd be interested to see. Yo, this is Kelton. I just wanted to come back and clear up Dragon Ball, if you add them all up together, has 644 episodes, while Naruto, if you add up all of them and include Baruto, has 878 episodes. So yeah, just wanted to come back and clear that up for anyone who was wondering. That's going to be Devin's first win, so congrats, Devin. You bring it in with the Naruto. Nice job, Devin. I'm proud. I know my weebs out there. First time Alex didn't sway you. 
Um, I want to. What do you guys think between like Dragon Ball fans and Naruto fans? Like in your experience, who do you think is more diehard? I don't know. I know people. Fucking. Okay, so both these animes, both these animes are animes that like people that don't like anime watch. So that's kind of hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and especially with Dragon Ball, a lot of people, at least our age, and sometimes older were raised watching it and have the, no experience with anime. Yeah. And it was just, like, on TV. So, like, I don't know. It was just, like, a regular cartoon to them. I would say, from my point of view, I see more people die hard for Naruto. With, like, yeah. Naruto headbands. Same. And Naruto totally. posting, like, Naruto memes on Facebook. Tattoos and the Naruto and run, shit. dude. The Naruto run. Naruto runs iconic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, iconic. But everybody knows Goku is, you know? Yeah, yeah definitely. It's really hard to, to pick between those two. Yeah. That's why Dragon I Ball is just like an older on. crowd. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yes. Okay. Moving into our feedback section. Um, we got three horror stories sent in. Some spooky, ghosty, sketchy experiences. Oh, boy. The first one is the least sketchiest sent in by my good friend Seth. And he said, my job just told me starting in September I have to work five more hours a week without any change in pay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why. Yo, that sucks. You got me. Ass. <laughs> is that even? I mean, is that legal? Is this guy? Is Seth? Are you? He's on, on salary. Okay, he's on salary. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean that that sucks, dude. <laughs> salary. I'm sorry. That's a horror movie in of itself, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. I wouldn't want to make salary, dude. I I feel like I'd be putting in more effort than I than I'm getting paid for. Would you? Dude, I used to have a boss Would that was on salary, and he just leave three hours every day early. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Okay. True. Same. I mean, if you could, you could do that. But then, then they took him off salary, and then he started working a lot. He yeah. Same. A lot. And I was like, he got threatened Ooh. that he they saw him on camera leaving early, and they changed him to hourly. Yep. That happens. Wrecked. But all right. There's horror story number one down. Nice. Next, horror story decided. <laughs> these oh these next, next two uh, ones are actually really long and are legit. Nice. So here we go. This first, our second one I'm reading is from sent in from Eric, the same gentleman who sent in the long sleep paralysis at the end of the last episode. Yep, and who's responsible for the cover so all right in high school we ended up doing a few ghost hunting adventures this is one of the creepiest experiences i had though the first time ever my friends and i went ghost hunting was the most memorable one i was initially tricked into driving three hours being told it wasn't far to a haunted cemetery in illinois located in the middle of nowhere we had finally arrived to the cemetery it was at the edge of a forest with a creek running along the back boundary it had a history of cultist activity along with a body dumping in the creek None of us were taking the trip very seriously, as we were joking around the whole time. The cemetery wasn't too big, so we parked at the entrance and left the headlights on while we explored the cemetery. We ended up finding a fresh-looking grave, even though there weren't any recorded burials since the 80s. We sat around in a circle in the center, just talking and joking around, trying to scare each other. Still talking. One of my friends all of a sudden started to feel very uneasy. Thinking he was trying to fuck with us, we gave him lots of shit. He told us how we, he started to feel like he was being watched and wanted to go back to the car. We slowly realized he wasn't joking around, and he was clearly bothered by something. We figured that the fooling around got to him. This is where we all got freaked out. 
The friend that went to the car ends up calling one of us, clearly feeling disturbed, saying that he thinks he sees people standing around us in the middle of the cemetery. Since the headlights were shining on us, our eyes weren't very adjusted to the dark, so we couldn't see more than a few meters outside of our circle. I remember him specifically saying, I am not fucking with you guys right now, but it looks like there are people standing all around you. Come back to the car now. We immediately got up and looked around. In a frozen stance, we tried to adjust our eyes. Still on the phone, the friend drove the car closer to us to pick us up while mumbling swear words. I couldn't see anything, but I do remember feeling like I was being watched and started to feel paranoid. My other friends, however, still tried to make light of the situation. We all agreed that we wanted to leave, though. As we started walking, we heard leaves rustling in the distance towards the forest, and we sprinted the hell out of there. We got to the car, and the freaked-out friend tried to explain to us that there were distinct figures standing around us as we were sitting. I remember him starting to sweat, even though it was pretty cold outside. He was very freaked out and convinced of what he saw. We looked back out towards the cemetery, but we couldn't see what he was talking about. Most of us ended up feeling freaked out, and the whole drive back was arguing about whether or not the figures were actually there. One thing for sure, I felt very uncomfortable after a certain point. I never actually saw anything, but I would say I believed my friend when he said he saw something. We never ended up returning for our ghost hunting adventures. I wouldn't either. Fuck that, dude. Maybe maybe his friend is the medium, and he can <laughs> see the other side. Maybe, you guys maybe just the didn't medium's written because... about your friend. Yeah, you've seen the other side, and y'all just weren't able to fucking look beyond. New Xbox exclusive. The medium is written about your friend who is in touch with the other side, and he can see all the ghosts. Fuck that shit, though, dude. It, I, that I don't terrifying. like. I don't like cemeteries at night. I've I've been. You guys heard about, heard about Angel Eyes, the whole like Bellingham. Yeah little horror story i remember going there at night yeah. i didn't see story. anything but it was still just fucking sketchy i didn't see anything we went to the statue and it's, her eyes are supposed to glow at night <laughs> but it might just be a specific night because I, I went and there was nothing but i still just like heard shit rustling around me because it was like fall time yeah and i just i didn't like it cemeteries are just bad places yeah especially if you're seeing a whole bunch of figures kinda, fuck kinda that scary vibes. <laughs> that's for sure all right going into our third feedback we got two Paranormal stories sent in by Stephanie, who also sent in a sleep paralysis story last week. Oh. So we got two double hitters. So double here we hitters. go. These are back-to-back stories she sent in. So I'm going to cover both of them. First off, I was living out at my friend's family's farm in Ferndale. She lived pretty deep out in the county, and I had to take this really long, dark road that had no street lights to get home. I was working late one night, and I was driving on that road between 11 p.m. and 12 a.m. As I was driving, I noticed maybe 30 to 40 yards ahead that there was someone walking in the road. I could barely see them at first, but they were walking slowly in the road directly in front of me, headed away from me. I slowed down as I approached them and honked. As I approached them and they appeared better in my headlights, I could see they looked to be wearing all white. They were very ghostly looking, essentially almost transparent, but I didn't really want to believe that. I thought it was just lights playing tricks on me. I was kind of concerned that they were walking in the road like that in the middle of the night, so I kept my lights on them instead of just speeding around them. As I got maybe 10 to 15 feet away from them, and I was driving really slowly so I didn't hit them, I turned on my brights to see them better. As soon as I turned on my brights, though, they disappeared entirely and there was no longer anybody in front of me. I freaked out and I started speeding up quickly, getting crazy chills as I passed over the area they had been standing. I told my friend that I was living with what had happened, and she was totally unsurprised, telling me, oh yeah, that's a really dangerous road. Kids have died on it all the time after leaving parties or driving too quickly in the dark hmm. interesting so yeah story number one story number two i was living in a house with three other girls we had four dogs we had lots of weird things happen in this house there was also a really negative energy in the house a lot of it seemed to come particularly from one girl i didn't live in this house for too long thank god but there was one corner of our living room that the four dogs would sit and bark at together 
It seemed always at night, and it happened multiple times a day. It was always the same corner, and there was never anything there. The girl I mentioned earlier once woke up with scratches all over her back and body. I almost didn't want to believe her, but they were serious scratches that reached her in places she wouldn't enable to reach when she was sleeping, and it wasn't one of the dogs. Shortly after that, I woke up in the middle of the night to a loud crash in my room. I had strings of lights hung up all around my room and a metal curtain rod nailed into my wall above my window. I woke up to every single string of light that had been hung up on the floor, along with the curtain rod, nails and all, ripped out of my wall. The curtain rod was bent in half. Again, the metal curtain rod was bent in half. I couldn't sleep again that night and tried different stage and cleansing rituals. I kept that curtain rod for a long time so I could show people the way it had been bent. I moved out soon after and didn't experience anything that dark or terrifying again. And thankfully, never since. That is spooky as fuck. Oh my god. I'm going to not be able to sleep tonight. I'm going to yeah, be you gave me about little ghosts and ghouls and goblins and shit. I'm looking over my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> well, you looking around like, what the fuck's <laughs> peering over my shoulder right now, dude? Looking over my shoulder. Tomorrow, Man. curtain rod's all bent. That's terrifying. Dude, the other night, I did get scared as fuck because I, I had a vape and I put it in the washer and it didn't work anymore, <laughs> so I threw it away. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all, of a sudden all of a sudden, I hear like a from the corner of my room and then it's the vape in my trash just like doing some <laughs> okay, weird dude. shit that's fucking sick bro you fucking watched the vape and scared yourself with it what the fuck dude, i literally it sounded like someone breathing in the fucking corner of my room it scared the shit out of me yeah. but it was just a vape like self-inhaling on itself it's fucking wild what the fuck that's hilarious god damn it all right. Well, if anyone has any stories they want to send in, uh, <laughs> thesweetpeaceful at gmail.com. You can reach us. I check that every day. We got uh, one dream sent in this week, but we decided not to do dreams this week, so I'll read that off next week. Um, but, yeah, thesweetpeaceful. Send in um, – I don't know. If we did dreams and ghost stories, what do you guys want next? Dreams, ghost um, stories. Um, Near-death experiences? I don't fucking can't know. can't be anything positive. Near-death experiences. Near-death experiences. Positive. Send in those near-death experiences. We want to know how you Have you ever you seen the died. fucking other side? Have you seen the light? Have you fucking come back? Have you died and returned? Tell us about uh, it. Oh, oh, or, like, if you've had lucid dreams. Or if you're just an avid and or consistent lucid dreamer. And you want to share some lucid dreaming stories that you've experienced. Or? Send them in. Or astral projection. Or any other type or? of... Nice, cool thing. So. Or if you just have a sick anime you're watching and you want to recommend it to us, send that in too. Yeah, send that in too. We like sick send anime. Send us, yeah. And tell us your thoughts on those Xbox games. Tell us your thoughts. Hey, but if you do send an anime, make sure it's not some CG bullshit. Yeah, don't give us any of that pukey shit. Ignore uh, Devin and Kelvin. Send in if it's good anime. Alright. Thank you guys for joining us on the 11th episode of The Sweet Peaceful. Thanks everyone. We'll be back next Monday with episode 12. Episode Don't go in that hallway, don't go.